grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this morning is from Luke the seventh chapter, and when the Lord saw the widow, his heart went out to her, and Jesus said, do not cry. Then he went up and touched the coffin, and those carrying it stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. And they were all filled with awe and praise God. A great prophet has appeared among us. They said, God has come to his people. Dear friends of Christ, you know, it's against the law to interrupt a funeral procession. Uh, I looked it up. Iowa Code 321.324a, Section 2 states, Upon the immediate approach of a funeral procession, the driver of every other vehicle except an authorized emergency vehicle shall yield the right of way. Not only is it against the law, it's impolite and quite honestly disrespectful when you don't stop and a funeral procession is passing by. Don't interrupt a funeral procession. But Jesus did. He interrupted a funeral procession. And it was coming out of the city of Nain. There was this large crowd following the mourners were carrying uh, the dead body of a, of a man uh, from a woman. It was his own, her only son. And she'd already lost her husband, so grief was fresh. She understood grief, the pain, and Jesus interrupted the procession. You know, Jesus is continually interrupting our lives, and surely He's interrupted your life through the Holy Spirit talking to you this week, letting you know that He exists, letting you know that He cares about you, letting you know that He loves you. And one day, God's going to interrupt the whole world. He's going to come back with the voice of the archangel and the sound of the trumpet, and everything's going to come to a screeching halt, and everybody's going to look and say, Oh no! It's real. There he is, just like the church said. The dead in Christ be raised. He'll raise all the bodies of the people who believed in him from, from their graves. He'll raise your body from the grave. Brand new strong body. The Bible says that we'll run and never be weary. We'll walk and we'll never be faint. We'll soar like wings of eagles. He lifted He'll lift us from the grave, just like he did from this son, this man from Nain. And so our theme, it sounds like <coughs> a novel, Death Takes a Vacation. Sounds like a murder novel, doesn't it? Death Takes a Vacation. Uh, our text says that Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large, large crowd of people went along with him. See, Jesus enjoyed walking along the towns and villages, telling people about his mission and what he was doing and the kingdom of God and how he wanted them to be part of the kingdom of God, to know him as King of kings and Lord of lords, that he was the Savior of the world, that if they believed in him, they would be saved and live forever. Jesus came to rescue them, and he wanted them to be rescued. He wanted to save them all. And, of course, the crowd was interested, and, and some, some of them anyway certainly went out because they enjoyed hearing what he had to say. They enjoyed the miracles. They were always waiting to see what was going to happen next with this guy, right? And so there they all were, and uh, they, they followed him. They, they followed Jesus because well, he loved them. He loved the people, and it showed. Well, a crowd 
was following Jesus, and they were hoping to see another miracle. And as they approached the city of Nain, they met another crowd coming at them. This crowd was a funeral procession, and you can almost imagine the scene as the two crowds passed each other. One crowd, filled with anticipation, waiting to see what was going to happen next. The other crowd, uh, different. They're, they're, they're grieving, they're hurting, tears are flowing, wailing is heard. You can see the pain, you can see the sadness. A dead body. Interesting. What's going to happen next? Well, back in the day, people in a city knew each other, especially in the walled cities. And this was a walled city of Nain that had a gate. And cities were were different in the sense that at night they closed those gates and everybody lived in the city kind of on stacked on top of each other. And everybody in the city would do things together. In the morning, everybody would go to the city well to get the daily water. And along the way, you'd talk about your problems, you'd talk about your burdens, you'd talk about your family. And then after that, everybody would go to the city market before the city market closed. And of course, if you grew up in a small town, you kind of get the idea, except this was a larger town. But everybody knew each other. And if a young person died, well, then the whole town showed up. If somebody young died, it would be a huge funeral procession. And, and apparently, it was kind of like the widow. And the widow was well-known. Apparently, this widow was well-loved because the whole city was there to support her. Uh, she had lost her husband, and of course, uh, now she was having to bury her only son. It seems as if sometimes life gives us more than we can bear. And I, I can't imagine her grief, losing a husband, then a son. This boy was her joy. This boy was her life. This boy was all she had left. And now he's gone too. Indeed, God's ways are not our ways. Now, death is still a problem. We've had four funerals. Well, we will have four funerals yeah, within a week here at First Ingles, right here in the sanctuary. Four people. I mean, death is happening still. As long as we live on this earth, death is still going to be a problem. We're still going to bury our loved ones. It's a reality. Plants die. Pets die. And our loved ones die. Death's all around us. And we speak of it as, well, they passed away. You know, they passed away. And we call the places where we put our dead bodies cemeteries. You know what the word cemetery literally means? Resting place. So we put the dead bodies into their resting place. And death has a sting. And the sting of death is a law. Death is our enemy. And when death visits one of our family members, it's it's incorrect for us to say to other members of the family or, or to somebody who's, who's grieving, God is punishing me. That's what Naomi said. God's punishing me. I've lost a husband. I've lost a son. God is angry with me. I must have done something wrong. No. No, it's not that you did something wrong that death would visit your family. God, listen, the whole 
the whole world is filled with death because we're cursed. The whole world is cursed by sin. The whole world is cursed by death. There's sickness and there's pain and there's sadness and there's suffering and there's brokenness. There's death. All because Adam sinned. All because Adam took that fruit that God told him, not the forbidden fruit, and he disobeyed God and brought sin and death and dying to our world. And Romans says, the wages of sin is death. The soul that sins will surely, surely die. It makes it personal. Death is happening to me because I've sinned and I'm going to die. In our text, Jesus confronted this death. When the Lord saw the grieving mother, his heart went out to her. The word is splunkna, which means compassion. It's a feeling right here in the guts. It's his guts churned for her. He felt her right here. He felt the pain. He felt the, the tears. He felt the grief. You don't think Jesus cares? But people think, well, if God cared, if God cared, and if He's almighty, then why does He allow grief? Why does He allow suffering? Why does He allow pain? Why does He allow death in the first place? If He's almighty. People get confused about all that. If he is so powerful, then, well, then either he chooses not to do anything about it or God simply doesn't care. Both assumptions are wrong. Oh, Jesus cares. He cares when we lose someone that we love, his, his guts churn. Jesus cares and and. We express that care in the hymn. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. And we listen, we live under the curse. Jesus knows that. Death is going to have its way with you. Death is going to have its way with me. We're not going to avoid that. Just like it had its way with Jesus. Sickness, pain, suffering death it's the way of the world God cannot change the way of this world it's fallen it's broken he can come in and he can raise a few of us back to life but he can't fix the problem until he comes again without recreating the whole universe without starting all over without melting all the elements and purging the sin out of it giving us glorified bodies, bodies without sin, and giving us a a universe without sin. The curse has to be removed before there's no more death. And He's going to do that when He comes again. But until then, the curse reigns. Darkness, sin, suffering, sickness, pain, and death. And Jesus came that we might have life. He came that we might have hope. He came as the Lord of life, and and He's the one who conquers death. He defeats death. He rose again, but more than that, He proves He cares. He proves He cares by coming and suffering and dying. And here you've got this widow who's grieving, this widow, and and He has compassion on her. His His inner guts are moved for her. And when He saw her, He had compassion on her and said, don't cry. Now listen, If you ever meet somebody who's grieving because they just lost somebody, do not tell them, don't cry. 
not a smart thing to do. Because they have every reason to cry. They've just lost somebody. Their hearts are broken. They're grieving. They're wounded. Their souls are wounded. They have every reason to cry because the great enemy death has visited their family. So don't do what Jesus did. He walks up to the woman and he said, don't cry. You know why he did that? You know why he said that? Because he was about to take away her pain. He's about to turn her joy, her sadness, he's about to turn her sadness into joy. He's about to heal her pain. A great collision was about to take place. The Lord of life versus the enemy of death and who would win. And we know Jesus always wins. Jesus always conquers death. Death has no power over him every single time. And it's a great comfort to us. When there's death, there's always life with Jesus. Our text tells us what happened next. Then Jesus went up and he touched the coffin. Kind of morbid, isn't it? Kind of like a pregnant pause. Don't cry. Walks up and he touches the coffin. Those carrying it stood still. What's this guy doing? He interrupted the funeral procession. Everybody couldn't wait to see what happened, and Jesus wanted everybody to see what was going to happen next. He wanted everybody to know. Jesus has the power to defeat death. Death has no chance when it's touched by the hand of Jesus. And so Jesus' words have such amazing power and strength. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up. Jesus gave him back to his mother. You know, when somebody dies, all the bodily functions cease. Every single bodily function, the heart heart stops beating. The blood stops flowing. The brain cells stop firing. The eyes. Life goes out of them. The little hair follicles in our ears that pick up the sound waves. Stop sending messages to the brain so that the ears don't hear anything. But Jesus, knowing all of this, knowing that all the functions had stopped in that body, spoke to that body. That body that could not function, that body that could not hear, that body that could not move. The heart wasn't pumping, the blood wasn't flowing, the brain wasn't working. And he brought life. And in a second, in a moment, the heart was flowing. The heart was beating. The brain was firing. The ears were hearing. And so it will be for us when Jesus returns again in the clouds of glory. And in a moment... At the sound of the archangel, at the sound of the trumpet, the dead in Christ will raise. There will be a bodily resurrection on that last day. And Jesus told us, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment. He's passed from death to life. Truly, truly, I say to you, 
An hour is coming when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. Do not marvel at this. An hour is coming when all who are in their tombs will hear His voice and come out. The dead will rise. In our text, the man sat up. The, the Greek word for resurrection is literally to stand up again. And one day God's going to call us from our graves and we're going to stand up again on the earth. But not this one. We'll go. This earth has to be destroyed. This universe has to be destroyed, purged from sin. And so we are lifted out of our graves, meet the Lord in the air. Uh, a great heat melts all of the elements. The enemy, the devil, demons, unbelievers cast out to their eternal darkness. And then God reforms all of the universe the way He made this one, uh, just without sin. And then He puts us back on the new earth where we'll serve Him in His kingdom forever and ever in our glorified, sinless bodies. No curse. Revelation says, On that day Jesus will wipe away every tear from our eyes, and their death shall be no more. Neither shall be there mourning anymore, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And He, Jesus, who is seated on the throne, said, said, Behold, I'm making all things new. And so back to our text. The people at the city gate of Nain, they're amazed. The man is alive. And they're all filled with awe, and they praise God, saying, A great prophet is among us. God has come to His people. Listen. You are so blessed to have Jesus in your life. He's removed the stain of your sin. He's put eternal life in your soul. He's given you a gift. The gift of salvation. And one day, there will be an interruption. And your grave will be stirred. And you'll come out. Death will take a vacation forever. And you'll rise. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and the life everlasting. Amen.